0: Hey listeners, what's up and welcome to the Political Puzzler Podcast. My name is Stuart and welcome to episode 12 of the Political Puzzler Podcast. Let's get started. It's Saturday, June 19th. Happy Juneteenth. And today we actually are celebrating Juneteenth for the first time as a federal holiday. On Thursday, President Biden signed into law Thursday afternoon, Juneteenth becoming a federal holiday. The bill unanimously passed in the Senate, and only 14 Republicans voted against the bill that would make Juneteenth a federal holiday. So it basically overwhelmingly was approved by Congress. And because Juneteenth became a federal holiday, President Biden's pretty happy. We have three headlines today. The first one is Andrew Yang and his final debate. The second story is the Supreme Court rules with the Catholic Church. And our third story is the Senate and S1. Here we go. Our first story is Andrew Yang and his final debate. Andrew Yang received mounting criticism after the last primary debate, a little background about Yang. He proposed the $1,000 per month idea, also known as the universal income, and furthered it because in the 2020 Democratic primary, he was one of the only people who supported the idea to give people $1,000 a month. And now he's bringing it to New York City, running for mayor. The candidate for New York City, Andrew Yang, made some controversial comments when talking about mental illness. Yang said in a tweet that the comments he made about people who are mentally ill and the final primary debate could have been better presented. Andrew Yang said he is an advocate for mental health and he'll continue to be one. He said he went to counseling as a young person. In the full context in the video was mental illness behind mental illness was behind half of the anti-Asian hate crimes. He said, quote, we need to get them compassionate, comprehensive care and not let them languish on our streets. Quote, Andrew Yang. Our key takeaway is, did this harm Yang's chances at the 2020 election? We don't know yet, but only time will tell. Our second story is about the Supreme Court. Who doesn't love the Supreme Court? We have the trifecta Supreme Court rulings on Thursday. The first decision the Supreme Court made was the Supreme Court unanimously ruled that the city of Philadelphia can't force the Catholic group to certify same-sex couples as foster parents. And it's usually rare, I should note, that the Supreme Court ever has a unanimous decision, 9-0. to zero. This shocked several progressives, and it was interesting. The second decision was the Supreme Court ruled in favor of Nestle and thwarted the lawsuit accusing them of aiding and abetting slavery on coca farms in Africa. Super controversial and stirred-up progressives. The third decision the Supreme Court made was about the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare. The Supreme Court once again protected the monumental piece of legislation known as Obamacare. The Affordable Care Act, also known as the ACA, was once again protected. And this was a big win for the Democrats. It angered several conservatives. Our third story is about the United States Senate and what's going on. The United States Senate Republican Party held a press conference. Senate Republicans talked about the For the People Act. The For the People Act is also known as S-1 or H-R-1, and it's widely supported by progressives. But centrists like Senator Joe Manchin aren't so sure. Senator Manchin, who's from West Virginia, a Democrat, but moderate one, has a list of proposed amendments to the current, quote, For the People Act. But Republican leader Mitch McConnell has said that no Republicans would support Manchin's proposed amendments. Senate Republicans from Susan Collins to Josh Hawley strongly oppose the election bill proposed by Democrats. It has basically no chance of passing through the filibuster, which means it needs 60 votes to even begin debate. Even with proposed amendments, it doesn't look like passing. The best chance of Majority Leader Chuck Schumer getting this through S-1, which he's a co-sponsor of among the other 49 Democrats other than Senator Joe Manchin, is getting it by blowing up the filibuster. Now, Republicans are opposed to blowing up the filibuster, but progressives actually support it. Schumer's best option is to try to convince centrist Joe Manchin and Sinema, Dianne Feinstein, and other senators to temporarily blow up the filibuster for voting. Our key takeaway is the only way Schumer can get the voting bill through is blowing up the filibuster. Can he and should he? We don't know. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Political Puzzler podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and have an amazing day.